0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Leading Hope. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us, taking time out of your day to become a better leader. We release a new episode every Wednesday. And uh, normally, this is where I say the way you figure that out is to subscribe. Wednesday. It's subscribe because you get it automatically downloaded to your favorite podcast platform. Podcast platform. Pod. I can't say it. Podcast but platform. here's something new. Uh, if you're already subscribed to Be Hope, you're already getting these uh, all the time, which is great. And now we're going to a new YouTube channel that we created. Uh, leadinghope.online. You can get all the information there about where to subscribe, how to subscribe, and that's the new channel. That's where this will live every week, and uh, Kevin, talk more about why we're doing that, and obviously we're moving, but then there's a, there's the other part of it.
1: Yeah, so uh, when we first started the podcast, it was out of our desire to help equip our Hope team here at Be Hope. It is uh, then, since reached a much larger platform than that, which uh, which I'll be like we were hopeful of, but not necessarily. That wasn't why we were doing it. No, that wasn't. It. Yeah. And so, one of the most common questions that we got in the process of this transition for both of us personally was, "Will the podcast continue?" And uh, I'll be honest with you. First off. We love doing it. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. The the chance to just hang out, go through stuff. I'll be honest with you. Like one of the most fascinating things is I have learned so much by actually putting like, I'd say pen to paper. Oh, that's so uh, good on the keyboard yeah. to put thoughts down. Stuff that you kind of know but you don't really know until you have to clarify and communicate it. And so to say, our statement has been like, absolutely we're going to continue it. Uh, we're not going to change the name of it. We didn't feel like that was necessary in any way. But it is important that we change where it's hosted and things like that so it's not clogged up on the Be Hope channel yeah. and the things that they'll be doing there which will be so incredible. So if you want to go, uh, Leading Hope Podcast website is the easiest spot for people to find. Yeah, go
0: there. Go um, there. Uh, also, if you're just a, a, a searcher, you can go to YouTube and type in Leading Hope Podcast, and you'll be able to find it there as well. But yeah, go to leadinghope.online and subscribe today. Also, sh- we'll, we'll mention this over the next oh, couple yeah. weeks, just in case if you miss it, just to be sure. <laughs> we'll help you not forget. Sorry. No, you're good. Also, share this with a friend on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Also, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how a few extra minutes will help this get more leaders' hands just like yours today, Kevin. Uh, we are in episode 120. Uh, one one twenty one, one twenty one. That was like a real cliffhanger. Twenty one, one, <laughs> and uh, you had this titled "Coach,
1: Counselor, Consultant." I love yeah. it. So, I love it already. So here's the full thing because yeah. I missed one. So it's really Coach, Counselor, Consultant, Manager. <laughs> but it didn't start with a C, so yeah. I left it off the title. So we we're go. starting with coach, consultant, I like it. counselor, and manager in there. So uh, so here's the fun thing. So I get to play all these roles. Uh, each role is kind of different. It's a little bit unique. Uh, I get to be coach to our team, uh, talking about different skills to develop things like that, most often with people who are trying to develop some public communication skills. I get to play the role of coach. I get to play the role of counselor a lot in my role as pastor, uh, some with our staff, a lot with our church as a whole, just working through kind of crisis management and some things like that. I get to play consultant uh, a lot of times with outside churches, uh, meet with a group of pastors and get to help kind of run through some stuff, get questions a decent amount from other ministries. But I also get to play internally within our ministries, that oftentimes our team bring me in and say, hey, what do you think of this? What needs to happen here? And I get to play that role of consultant. And then I also play the role of manager for my direct reports, the people who report. I have three direct reports right now, and I get to play that role of manager. And so here's what each one of those roles is distinct. Coach, counselor, consultant, manager. Each of those roles are very different. And here's my guess is that you have one that you play best there is one of coach consultant counselor manager that is like you are wired for you are gifted in you are best at and we're not going to get into that today that's not a personality test like that's not what we're doing here today my guess is you know i enjoy playing this one the most if i could just be clear just on the one thing though is uh my, my only fear is that a vast majority of people will be, I want to be the consultant because all you have to do is sound like an expert and tell people what they're doing wrong. And say like, if you don't, don't jump to that one too quickly, because you, you might not be best suited for the consultant. But if you are a leader, you will play all four of those roles. If you are a leader, there are times in which you will be needed to play the role of manager. There's times in which you're going to need to elevate performance and be the coach. There's times in which you're going to have to help people through difficult problems and be the counselor. And there's times in which you're going to have to look at it very strategically and make some strong recommendations. And this becomes the concern is that are we playing the role that is needed in the moment or do we simply gravitate to the role that we like the most and that we feel best positioned for? say it as like you you have to adapt to what is needed in the moment. And if you're walking into every scenario acting like a coach, you're going to do a lot of damage. If you're walking into every scenario acting like a consultant, nothing's actually going to get done. And so part of what leadership is, is understanding not just what am I naturally gifted at, because I want you to operate in the area of your strengths. I want you to do what you're good at. But the other piece is we have to always operate in areas that we're not good at for some period of time. We have to adapt to the situation. And so to ensure that we are properly adapting to the situation, we need to make sure that we understand which role we need to play in the moment and then we're adequately playing that role. So let me let me walk you through these four different things uh, just briefly. And then we'll have a little bit of fun with this. So uh, first off, the role of coach, the role of the coach is to elevate the performance of the group. That is that is why we have coaches. And I would say, like, if it's an individual, it's to elevate their individual performance. But if it's a team, it's to elevate the overall performance of the group. And so if um and so as you're looking at, it, you're saying like, hey, I'm looking at skills, I'm looking at ability. I'm looking at maybe talent, I'm looking at energy. What can I do to get them operating at a higher level? Second one, the role of the counselor is to create clarity on where their clients are, where they want to be, and how to get there. And I would say this like this. A lot of people think that the role of the counselor is actually the role of the consultant. <laughs> That is not the case. Uh, great counselors don't give advice. <laughs> great counselors don't people what they have to tell people what they have to do. They help people discover what they need to do. That's good. And then they do create some accountability as a part of that. But it's saying like and, and you can't figure out what you need to do unless if you first know, this is where I am, this is where I want to be, And then this is the best pathway to get there. And as you're working through that process of this is the best pathway to get there is where the role of the counselor really comes in, that they're helping people find a better future for themselves. Third one, the role of the consultant is to provide insight that creates actionable improvement. Uh, The role of the consultant is not to be uh, self-imposed brilliant and tell others everything that is happening that is wrong. The role of the consultant is to provide insight to the situation that creates actionable improvement. So the role of the consultant really is to give advice, to maybe help you see some things that you didn't see, to make some clear recommendations that can actually be acted upon, not stuff that's so difficult that no one could do anything. And then the role of the manager is is to align individual actions with overall goals and to provide accountability to those actions. I hope these are making sense. We've got these in the show notes, just if these are a little too wordy because this next piece hopefully will clarify what's really at stake but the manager isn't, the coach just elevates the performance. The manager has to take, hey, this is what you do. This is how it contributes to where we're all headed and then create accountability for someone to be a part of that. So it's really prioritized action and accountability. So imagine it like this for a second, okay? This is where we're going to have some fun with this. Imagine if a consultant operated like a counselor and you paid someone and brought them in, to radically improve what you are doing, your business, your church, your outreach, whatever it is. And they said, so where do you want to be? All right, where are you? What do you think? How do you want to get there? What do you think is best? Like, how infuriating would that be if you paid a consultant and they acted like a counselor? Or imagine if your counselor operated like a boss. <laughs> and you <he> went <laughs> in there. This is, this is where I like joke uh, on my counseling. Uh, this is good. A, like, if, if, like you went into counseling, which is as unfortunately what I fall into a little bit. Like, I'm really struggling with this. Well, stop doing that. So <laughs> <Yep. laughs> those things that are making you mad and destroying your life... Don't do them. (laughs) You
0: mentioned that in the last uh,
1: sermon or two. (laughs) It was pretty great. You're like,
0: I'm not going to be the counselor.
1: And I I joke on that because I don't play that role well. Right. And to say, like, that is is not what is needed in that role. And I at least can say, I don't play the role of counselor great, but I at least know. And so I don't fall into boss mode in that scenario. (laughs) Imagine if your manager operated like a coach. And he was only focused on personal advancement and not the overall goal. Now, this is what would happen is you would love them because they would make you better. Yeah. But your business would die. Yeah. Because they would, whatever it is, because no one was actually doing what they needed to do. They were only doing what they wanted to do, which is not what a boss needs to do in those moments. And so, like, I'll get to the spot where, like, I'll hear managers say, someone who's a boss, do I always have to hold people accountable Yes, like the answer is yes. Yep. Like if you are a boss, if you have direct reports, part of that role is to hold people accountable. Yeah. Like if you are a coach, your role is to elevate performance. And like, why can't these people figure out how to make themselves better? Like, what? Like that's your job. That's why you're there. And so it is. It is a matter of like a twofold piece of to say like, you can't get tired. Of the role that you're called to play. And you also have to be really clear that you're not playing the same role in every scenario, in every environment. Yeah. We'll get to some questions in a sec, but V, what do you want to jump into uh, right now? Well, right
0: now, I mean, so there's a number of questions that I want to ask, but I don't know if we're ready for those yet. Uh, I First of all, I think this is, is brilliant because so many of us fall into the trap of, be, of of labeling ourselves as one of these when in real,
1: reality, we have to be them all if we want to be you great leaders. You have to leaders. be them all. You have
0: to be them all. And,
1: and if I can put as a side note in there, if you want to be a great leader and if you want to be an a, a decent parent. Yeah. Well, good. If you want to be a decent parent, Ooh. you have to be able to play them all. Ooh, I felt that a little bit. <laughs> I, felt, I, that, I felt that one a little bit. That's
0: good. That's good. I mean, at the end of the day, you're right. You can't. You can't always come to your kids to be the consultant. They don't always want advice. Exactly. And that's really hard sometimes because as parents, you feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Provide the advice. Right now, this is where they need the advice. And sometimes and maybe it's the counselor piece that's more important, or the coach.
1: No, that's great. You know that, what I mean? That really is. Yeah. I go uh, when my uh, kids struggle with process on homework. Yeah. I want to be the boss. And I be like, this yep. is what you can do, do it. I'll see it when it's done. I need to be the consultant. Yeah. I need to be sometimes the coach and help them navigate through that to know what to do. Yeah, I love that. So um, so I would say this, like a key piece, you need to know which role you're in and play the one that's needed and not simply the one that you like the most. So let me give you a a couple questions to think through on this and then we'll see where this takes us. So uh, three questions for thought for you to be aware of. Okay, so we've talked about coach, consultant, counselor and manager or boss or however you wanna phrase it and learning which role, first off knowing which role you really like but which role is needed. So three questions to think of. First one, which role do I most naturally play that I have a tendency to fall into. You need to know which one kind of is your strength. And again, somebody smarter would have a massive personality test that they would sell for $20 on this. (laughs) We're not those people. (laughs) I, I think you can figure it out. I think you can figure it out. Like if a lot of people say like, Hey, you give great advice. You might be a consultant. Yeah. If a lot of people say, uh, you're a fantastic listener. I love talking through problems with you. You're probably a really good counselor. Yeah. Like, boss your team stays they don't quit right. uh, a team will quit a good counselor yeah. uh, but they won't quit an actual good boss and so just just figuring out to go hey which one am i most naturally going to fall into it's good second one uh which role is most demanded of me right now And and, uh, you can think of this at work. You can also think of this at home (laughs) because I think both are really important. Which role am I most needed in right now? And to just have that as clarity, I I think this is a consistent question that you ask because this will change over time to go, hey, in this season, in this time, what, what do I think I need to play more of than anything else? And then here's the third question, and this is probably the hardest one, is how can I create cues for role awareness? How can I create things in my life that will cue me? Which role do I need to play? So uh, let me give you a, a marriage one first and then do the same thing in the workplace for just a second is uh, is like, um, I, I know every spouse have had this conversation or made this statement. I don't need you to fix it. I just need you to listen. Yep that is a cue for role awareness yep. like i don't want a consultant right now i need counselor but not in that in depth i think you grasp what i'm right. saying in right. that moment how can i create cues for role awareness uh, i also had a time with one of our team who i love and this was the interaction was funny i just want to be clear on that but they said uh, they started to share this problem and i started to give some feedback and they said no 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 i don't want you to fix it I just want you to listen. <laughs> and uh, and I said, uh, that's not what I'm going to do because I need to be your boss in this moment. Yeah. Like, if you want to have just that conversation, go have that conversation with your spouse. You don't have that conversation with me about this right now. <laughs> and I, I say this, you may look at that, and you go, that's ridiculous. I knew in that moment I need to be the boss. Yeah. Not... Not what they wanted, right. but that's what the situation demanded. Right. And so how can you create some cues with your team, with others? Like I would say it like this. If somebody comes in, just pops into your office real quickly and wants to have a chat, it's probably a coach or a consultant or maybe even a manager situation. Yeah. If they walk in more seriously and they shut the door, you're probably counselor. Yeah, I just want to let you know, like you're probably counselor, you might be boss in those moments. And so thinking through those pictures to go, how can I create that awareness so I know which role I need to play and I can play the right role at the right moment. That's good. I love that. Uh, sometimes too,
0: when you have those different one-on-ones or those types of environments too, is you can you can be more than one in a meeting, right? That's so good. you can start out as, as boss or manager or coach and then get into the counselor. How's your life? What are things that, you know what I mean? Now you're just listening so they can get that out in that moment. And a lot of times it will end that way, um, which is helpful because it lets them feel at the end of it. Hey, I heard what I need. I got out what I needed to tell them, Mm -hmm. but I also let them speak some on the tail end about what they needed to say about their life. Um, That's really good. I love this. I think this is is massively helpful um, for many people who are trying to get into leadership. This is an extremely great resource. And we'll have this all on the show notes, like
1: you said. The one thing I wanted to ask you, you, Can can I make one note before you get to the question is uh, when you say people getting into leadership, uh, I see a lot of young leaders think they're great leaders because they think they're good consultants. Right. Not only do they not have the experience to be a good consultant, but leadership is so much broader than that. It is. And so you go, you have information – That is not experience. But also, even if it was experience, leadership is so much more significant. So don't think because you think you might be a good consultant, even though that's a little arrogant and you're not a good consultant, that you can lead well. (laughs) That's really good. I mean, that's
0: exactly what this is for. Um, So the question for you, uh, knowing you know that you're not a great you're not, that's not one yep. of your favorite things to be is the counselor. counselor. Yep. But you know, it's something that you have to do. We just mentioned that just a second ago. Yeah. How do you turn off consultant into counselor in those situations? What are some things? I know you You, you said we got to find the cues,
1: yeah. but for you. Oh, can I give you my cue? Like,
0: what do you do? Like, how do I go? Oh, I can't do this right now.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, how do I know to play counselor? Yes. Yeah. Um, Even when you don't want to. I put away all my notes. Oh, good. And I say that as like if I'm in consultant mode, boss mode, or coach mode, I'm making notes at all times of things that need to happen, things that need to change. My mental cue from, and I'm not saying that counselor, like professional counselors, they take notes. I grasp that. This is what I need to do in the moment is I need to be fully present for the situation and to put a priority on listening yeah so it's me putting my ipad away yeah. pushing it aside that's it's good me pushing all notebooks and away. that helps
0: people probably who uh who report to you over time they probably grasp that i would have uh, wouldn't yeah. imagine that they notice okay he's normally taking notes when i'm talking because we're coaching or we're trying to get to the next level or we're trying to get this new thing implemented so he's pointing he's drawing notes he's doing it. Yeah. oh he closed everything up he's not drawing on the whiteboard he's not talking yeah. he's listening and they
1: probably pick up on that. That's good. And I'll say it is like, that's more than anything. That's my cue for myself. Yeah. But I, I would also acknowledge, like, I'm not doing deep, intensive psychotherapy. Right. <laughs> like, that's where the notes are needed. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a professional pastor, but an amateur counselor. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah so, yeah.
0: that's good. Um. So the other, the other question is, uh, the difference between because I would say, um, uh, just I would say you are a tremendous coach. And I would say that the management stuff for you is just uh, painful. Uh, yeah. The, oh, that's fair. So, and so,
1: how do you know? That's a good phrase because you said I'm a bad counselor, which is accurate. You didn't exactly say didn't that, say but that. you had a. But I, I can be a good manager. Yes. But I don't want to be.
0: No, no, because you fun. want people to take initiative, which is on the coach side, yeah. which is what. To me, coaching is that. Coaching is, hey, did I make you better today yes. than you were yesterday? Yes. Did I help you get better today than you were yesterday? Yeah. That's what coaching is. And yep. it's it's every day. Yep. For management, it's, it's okay, not only did I do that, I also am helping you all manage your stuff, yep. which is detail, detail, detail. So talk about the difference for you there and what you do to overcome those tendencies.
1: Um, I don't... The statement for me that the manager piece is painful—I just don't enjoy it that much—is accurate. I manage well. Part of it is I surround myself with people yes. like who don't who self-manage. There you go, because I don't want to play that role much. Right. The other thing I do, which you're very aware of this, is when I do have to step into a manager role, I do it as a team. Right. I don't do one-on-one management. Right. Almost ever. Yeah. Because then I get a drift into the other roles. I'm not saying I'm not holding people accountable. Right. But I can create far more culture, team accountability, things like that. So I don't have to play those roles as much. I love it. And
0: that's what you – so that you're almost coaching yourself in that moment that you know, hey, this is actually what I'm good at. So I'm going to do it this way, and I'll get it all done at the same time. Ah, brilliant. How about that? That's it. That's all we got time for. Uh, Sum up, 121,
1: coach, counselor, consultant. Manager. (laughs) Four different roles (laughs) in leadership, and I know it's broader than that. These are just hopefully helpful categories. Coach, consultant, counselor, and manager. Know which role you're best at and know which role is needed in the moment. Otherwise, you'll find yourself playing a role that is completely unhelpful to your team.
0: That's it, thank you guys for joining us today. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, remember we have a new channel on YouTube to subscribe. Leadinghope.online, you can go and catch that there. We'll also have it on the website so you can find us. Make sure you subscribe, we want you to get these uh, every week. Also post about it, rate and review, or both. You won't believe how this helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders like you. And we love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life or business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online online and send that to us just click the contact button and we'd love to hear from you and remember everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader make it count